0: If you're the police, where are your badges? Badges? We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender
1: Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's
0: Puckle! Puckle, it's Pucko. Pucko! Underground League, oh yeah. Pucko!
2: Pucko. and welcome to the 389th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my squalid co-host. I don't even know what that word means. I do actually, but I don't think anybody else does. Uh I today I have I have the notable R sigma. Hello everyone. And then of course we've got uh back back from last week uh, because I've shoved him in a closet and just brought him out today, Linian.
1: I haven't been in the closet since high school.
2: <laughs> God. <laughs> And welcome to the show, Puckle, this is the Puckle Podcast, the show where we talk everything Pokemon, from the video game to the TCG to, I, I don't even know, I don't know anymore, We Dungeons and Dragons, um, and <laughs> we talk way more Dungeons and Dragons than we should, uh, but welcome to the show, Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that I came up with in 2007, because we were playing Pokemon in basements, uh, that I wish there was a better story. I honestly I mean, wish there was a better. Pretty good story. <laughs> I wish there was a better story. It was just this is just like man, we play Pokemon in basements. We should be called the Pokemon Underground Champions League because we need a cool acronym, and so we did that. And then we we're just like, let's start a podcast. And the podcast had really confusing beginnings. And I do not recommend you go back to episode one. By the way, I know that there are people that have DM'd me on discord and stuff like that. And have like tried to message me and they go, yeah, I started at episode one and I'm working my way through. And first of all, we're on episode 389. So if we take an average length of a podcast for a Puckle, <laughs> I think, it, I think it ends up being somewhere around like the hour 15 mark, something like that. About 75 minutes. I, because some of the older shows were shorter and uh, I that's still awful. Like if you think about that, that's 389
0: hours minimum of content. I, I hope they played around with their playback speed.
1: Yeah. That's, too, that's a metric critical role at that point. Like
2: 389 hours, though. Like, think about that. Like, that is that is almost a month just straight. And I they're never going to catch up. And they're listening to things about that things that happened in Gen 4. <laughs> like, it's not it's not anything that's worthwhile. Well,
1: uh, if there was ever a fan base that caters blindly to nostalgia,
2: it's this one. Kind of? It depends on the nostalgia you have. Let's be completely honest. Like, it's not, it's not if, it's not if you're just like, man, I really miss Chimchar. You know, they're not catering to you. They're catering to the eye that goes, Charizard was the coolest, man. I still got my shiny holographic first edition Charizard. I'm gonna go get it PSA graded and uh <laughs> gonna that, go
1: shell out 250 bucks for the new
2: rainbow rare with whatever a rushy ram is i think i think that tag team card is it is it still 280 250 uh it sounds, it it 200. just dipped it, under it's downed, 200 today okay. yeah. because i it was like ridiculously high before that too like i think it went higher than 250
1: oh yeah no it was it was sitting around 280 i think was its peak yeah
2: oh god i can't i just can't imagine ever being that desperate for a card i just
0: couldn't be There's just no way. The Charizard (laughs) TCG collector is a uh, rare breed of people willing to spend money on things. All I remember is the Pawn Stars
2: episode where Chum Lee goes and he explains to somebody how Charizard is like the rarest card. And this guy brings in like PSA 9 and 10 holographic Charizards. Like a pile of
1: them.
2: It's just crazy. And he gets them graded and they're like two, two, three grand, you know? It's just like, man, I can't, I can't afford that. I would never pay that much. I have my one Charizard from childhood and I am done. I am absolutely done. But without, let's kick it off. Uh,
0: other than talking about TCG and everything, how's things been going, Sigma? Oh, it's been going well. Uh, though to be honest, the past few weeks was a lot of TCG grinding <laughs> <laughs> for packs on TCGO. Yes. To get like everything from the past few sets, uh, play sets of. Jirachi, Pikaram, Zoroark, Finally, so that was fun. That's good. Uh, <laughs> at least you got that done, I guess. Uh,
2: what about you, Linian? I mean, how's your past week been? Uh,
1: well, the thing is, uh, after last uh, last recording session, I went out and I've actually played my first TCG event by accident. I didn't actually mean to be there when the league was started, but I was and I had my cards, so I just kind of did it. And it's been good. It, it was okay. I did, I think I took fourth in the, in the tournament. Wait, there was uh, a tournament? Well, it was like a, a, a league tournament thing. It was just okay. a free tournament. Okay. Uh, and, sense. uh, turns out, uh, baby Blocephalon utterly dunks on, uh, Zapdos. Uh, the guy was much better at the game than me, but could do absolutely nothing. And I just kind of blew him out. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. Uh yeah, it's it's been interesting. I've been just kinda doing that. Playing through Ultras uh Ultra Moon, rather. I got a Salamence by again, kinda by accident. I think he told us this last week. I don't know if it was on the air or not. I, I don't remember.
2: I don't remember actually, because we have so many conversations in between the segments that I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember. Like I'll remember vague things and be like, "That was probably in the episode," and then I move on with my day.
1: Uh, <laughs> we didn't get to talk about Berserk Gene that I remember.
2: <laughs> yeah, we did talk. We didn't. No, we missed Berserk Gene. Uh, we talked about that in between, but that's fine. We can talk about that another day. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, we haven't done. I don't think I've done too much. I've been prepping for Summer League uh, just to get the gyms up. Uh, I and I will reiterate what Summer League is so that people at home understand. So Summer League. Is the annual tournament doohickey thing that we do. Uh, you can come to our discord server. We have 10 gym leaders. You can jump in, battle whenever you want. There's no sign up required. We'll keep a list with everybody's name and whether or not they got a badge by beating a particular gym leader. All the gym leaders are going to have set times, uh, that you can come and find them at. Uh, we had, we had, we had some discussions about that earlier this week. And so you can come and find them. We've got a bunch of different types. You can do badges. Um, one of the bigger things and I, there, this will probably be before this even happened and I'll probably already talk about it, but, uh, we're, we're making real badges and I really just want to push that as hard as I can. Like I'm going to mention in this segment and I'll probably mention in the next segment and maybe the segment after that. Uh, (laughs) but I really want to push really hard so that we can make a lot of really cool badges. Um, so right now we're making four of the 10 badges in real life. Like we're physically getting them made. Uh, you can see the pictures of the fighting type badge on our discord server, because that was the one that we kind of sent as a prototype just to see how well the company that we're working with can actually make the pins. And, uh, so th- there's just like a really, there's a bunch of cool stuff with that. So we're getting uh, fighting, flying, dark, and fire made. And th- these four are really cool. We think they look really good. We- these are going to be permanent puckle designs. So next year when we do summer league, You can actually get these badges as well. Um, If if people choose that type, like these badges will be remain permanent. And uh, I'm 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 just super excited. This is like the biggest thing ever. This has been this was like the second thing we thought of when after we launched the Patreon that would have been like the coolest thing to do. Because when we launched the Patreon, we go, man, we just want to pay for web hosting for the podcast. And immediately we got that blown out of the water. I was really surprised by all of the support that everybody was willing to give us. Uh, so thank you to all of our patrons currently. But uh, so one of the things that this is really cool about is like we can get them made. They are reasonably priced and we'll have a bunch of them forever. And so the big thing I want to cover is uh, how do you get them? What else are we doing? Uh, what else is going on? So first of all, we want to try to make a fifth badge. Um, the bug badge we had a huge redesign process that we were going through on the back end. We think it looks fantastic now and we would love to be able to create that one as well. However, at our current level of funding, we can't afford to do that. So if we can before June first hit five hundred and fifty dollars on Patreon as like a family, that would be fantastic. So I wanna I wanna sweeten that pot a little bit for you guys and like help you understand what what you, what you might get out of it if you jump into Patreon and stuff like that. So five dollars and below are gonna remain the same. Uh though you do get the cool shiny Pokemon, you'll get the shiny Pokemon of the episode, which we still haven't determined, uh, but we'll make sure it's a cool one for you guys. You can jump in at the $5 tier and just jump, get, get it that way. Uh, however, if you want to get these badges physically, there's like three ways to get them. And I'll explain, I'll explain what the three of them are. One, uh, the first one is you can come to PuckleCon, fight the gym leaders and hope you beat them to get it. Uh, I don't know how successful that will be, but we will see. Um, and then we are also going to be, um, giving them out as a Patreon reward at the $10 tier, one a month. It's going to be, um, I have a list on the website and on the discord that tells you which month each one comes out. So you can check that out and you can get the badges at the $10 tier. Every, every month you'll get a badge as well as like a letter that I send out to the $10 patrons. You'll get that just so you get a cool update on what, what's going on in my head, what's going on in my noggin and what Puckle's planning. Uh, the third way is uh, because we have a tournament. If you get eight badges at the end, you get to go into a single elimination tournament. If you win that single elimination tournament, uh, you get a copy of sword and shield, sword or shield. I shouldn't say a copy of sword and shield. a copy of sword or shield. And also you'll get um, a set of the badges. Th- those are the three ways to do it. Uh, so if you guys could, uh, we'd really appreciate it. We're also considering throwing together a, a separate tier for one for the international people, because your shipping is so much more expensive than it is to ship domestically in the United States. I'm sorry. That's just how mail works. Um, it's probably going to be a $15 to $20 tier, depending on shipping costs. Um, or we can work a thing out where you guys join the $10 tier, but you pay your own shipping. Uh, unfortunately, shipping's just horribly expensive, uh, to get, to get a pin to you. Cause literally once it gets above like a quarter inch thick, any package that gets sent to say the UK is like $13, $15. It's absolutely stupid. And then. Uh, but then we're also talking about putting together a new $30 tier where if you sign up for that for one month, you just get all of the badges. Um, if we do any of these new tiers, nothing's going to be launched until, uh, the, what's the word? Uh, nothing, none of it's going to be launched until June 1st, because I don't want people signing up with the $30 tier unless we have more content ready for it, uh, and then getting charged twice for it. So let's just uh, keep that all in mind. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a happy camper for me. But yeah, June 1st, if we can hit 550, we can get a fifth badge done, and you can have a chance to win that one at PuckleCon, you can have a chance to get that one sent to you, and I think in the current timescale, it would be October. Um, but we, we would really appreciate it, all your help, just to make something awesome, and together, all the patrons and us, we're just building this awesome Pokemon community, and I'm super happy and super proud of, of what we're getting accomplished. And I thank Linnea and R-Sigma for letting me go on this probably five-minute rant. It was close about, to five minutes, about. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that's where we'll end it. We're going to kick it on over to the news. Uh, so let's cue some epic music.
0: radio tower this just in
2: and welcome to the news uh in the news there's very little going on it's very confusing this is like a really weird awkward time because they're waiting a really long time to get sword and shield information out and i don't know what's going on i hope something this week i hope or next week i i do not guarantee any of that
0: (laughs) i I don't i don't guarantee anything (laughs) until
2: e3 Like, we will hear more at E3, because the the Pokémon Let's Go countdown will be done then, and everything. I'm just very confused. It's fine. I
1: don't know anymore. As the resident Sword and Shield Prophet, a title claimed previously... Uh, when I correctly predicted the sheer volume of that first trailer, I think we're going to get something this Thursday. So keep your eye out because I'm either going to be horribly wrong and this will be hilarious, or I'm going to be right and I will continue just to be the the, the sword prophet. The sword I feel prophet. like that's
2: too specific, and I <laughs> like I feel like you getting right what was in the trailer is not the same magnitude of predicting what day the trailer comes out. You doubt my power, Thatch. Yes, absolutely. You doubt my power. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so a few things happened this week. First of all, we got a really surprise launch of a mobile game that was announced like three years ago called Pokemon Rumble Rush. So if you're a fan of the Pokemon Rumble series, welcome to Microtransaction Land. You can once again play Pokemon Rumble on your cell phone and you can just I, I mean, it's just Pokemon Rumble. It's not that great of a mechanic, in my opinion. You just run through and you tap the screen and you punch things. And you, you catch some Pokemon that look like toys. Done. <laughs> got that out of the way. Yeah, it's only in Australia right now, so. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Whenever so we get Sparky, that.
1: let us know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: in other news, uh, Pokemon Go specifically, we got two big things that happen in Pokemon Go. First of all, we just ended an event, so of course that means it's time for another event. That event being the uh, Raid Week that's going to be happening starting May 21st. So actually, the day after this comes out, uh, from May 21st to May 28th, um, just a bunch of Pokemon in Raids. It looks like Bronzor is coming back to Raids, um, or coming to Raids. I don't think it was ever w- was in Raids, actually. And Bronzor or Bronzon? Bronzor? Um, mm. shiny Shiny Bronzor will also be available through this event. And there's just like a ton of just increased raids and you get increased raid experience and raid, increased raid stardust. It's just a bunch of raids. And that's great because I have 37 premium raid passes that I didn't know I had. So I, I really do appreciate <clears throat> that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and apparently next Saturday is going to be Lapras Raid Day. Yeah, I assume it's, it's weird. It's going to be a shiny. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's just really weird. I just don't know what's going on. In other news though, in Pokemon Go, and I think this is this is arguably more exciting, we finally got the remaining non legendary Gen four Pokemon in the game. We got uh we got Cherim, Leafion, Glaceon, Magnezone, Probopass, Gibble,
0: uh, and a couple other things. Burmy, I think. Uh we got everything that's not a Rotom that was left. Rotom yes. and Mime Jr. <laughs> yes, Rotom Mime Jr.'s still not there? Yeah. I that's, don't think it is. That's really Unless... weird.
2: I think it's out. I thought so.
0: Uh, uh, it's probably because Mister Mime's a regional, so don't want to give out like, Mime
2: Junior. So, yeah, I how figured, do you do that? I figured Mime Junior was going to be a problem. I really thought that was going to be a problem. Uh, so the they got also new lures to help you evolve your Leafion and your Glaceon and your Magnezone and your Probopass. There's a magnetic lure, a uh, grassy lure, and an icy lure. I, those are the improper names, but that's what they are essentially. And you can, they, they attract Pokemon of a different type. I, I went and bought all three of them and only went, used the uh, Magnetic Lure, which is for Probopass and Magnazone, because mostly I wanted Magnezone. And uh, I, I sat by the lure for a while. I didn't notice anything of any note while I did it, but I, it could have been me. I didn't stay for the duration of the lure. I just stayed for like maybe 10, 15 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I have heard that if you had the Mossy Lure, though, like, things like Cherubi show up and stuff like that.
0: I got a trim in my house last or yesterday. So.
2: Okay, yeah. I'm I'm just very I mean it's very interesting and very confusing to me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what these lures will actually do or if they actually do it help you attract new Pokémon.
0: Yeah. And uh, there's also nicknames for these EV evolutions just like the past ones had. Yes. Oh, what are. are those? Uh Linnea? It, for... Linnea
2: and Rhea?
0: It, it's Rhea. A, it's Rhea? The, it's the
2: it's the name of the trainers from Sun and Moon that you go around and you you defeat for the uh the EVM quest, the EVMZ quest. So that I mean that's what it is. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for it. It seems pretty cool. Uh, I'm a fan. I I am a fan. Uh, you can also sign up for the international challenge, the May international challenge. As of right now, it the battles start the 24th and go to the 26th. And if you b- battle in three of them, you get a uh, shiny Tapu Fini. Uh, also, you can potentially get CP. Uh, I'm sure it's like 50 CP, and it doesn't matter.
0: 50 cp if you win out of like if you 2, win people. Yeah, out of like two people,
2: yeah it's stupid i can't believe they like they lowball it so hard it's like less than a mid-season showdown it's silly it's a, it just seems like a slap in the face i i just i feel so hurt
1: when you arguably get more use out of the bp prize than you do out of the cp prize <laughs> we have a problem
2: <laughs> it's just it, it's just horrible um Koro, Koro came out this week as well. Uh, unfortunately, there is no Sword and Shield news, but we what we did get was we got more news about Armored Mewtwo, and it, uh, because they're showing that off, because this is where the Armored Evolution rumor came from.
1: And it did. doesn't look like it's going anywhere, but uh, we'll get to that later. I mean, that's not happening.
2: But <laughs> yeah, it's just I mean, it, it, Armored Mewtwo. It looks okay. I mean, it looks just like it did in the anime because that's all they're doing.
0: Except it's more over-designed, and it looks like he has dual disc on, so he's ready for Battle City. Yeah, he's ready for
2: Battle City this week. He's going to get his locator cards.
1: And- yep, it's time to c- 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 clone everyone, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: it's—I don't know. It's just really interesting to me that like they're making such a big deal out of this. This movie is like—it's just literally something that nobody wanted. Like this is the, no. <laughs> this is this goes in that pile of things that nobody wanted. I'm sure it's going to have some novelty appeal to the more uh, the long term. Well, not the long term fans, but the, the older fans, people who are fans of Generation One. I feel like it's going to have some appeal for that audience, but not that much. I, I, I feel like even that audience, you're going to get like a 50 50 split between people who care and just people who don't care because they're going to be like, man, they just they just destroyed my childhood by reanimating it and making it look worse than like Rudolph's claymation.
0: I I'm surprised they went with this after I choose you, I thought was a success.
2: <laughs> I thought and, I choose you was fantastic. I thought the power of us was even better. And I I thought that was a great way for them to start taking the movies.
0: And then they went to this. It's like, oh. yeah,
2: because they could have gone to like a cool, like gen three story next, you know, they, because like we had the gen one story, well, gen one slash gen two story with the Ho Ho-O, but like, you know, gen one mostly. And then we had the gen two story with Lugia and Zerora. And then it's just like, oh. And then you could be like, oh, who didn't get a proper movie? Groudon didn't get a proper movie. Make a oh, Groudon movie.
0: I was going <laughs> to say we could have a nice little metal fighting uh, Deoxys defense form and yeah, <laughs> let the bulky <laughs> boys fight it out. Yeah. But no, <laughs> we get our movie too. Uh,
2: I I do like that the movies like the only the only saving grace here is at least they're not shoving movies into the Sun and Moon arcs. You know what that I mean? That is nice. I I really appreciate that because I think that was the one thing that was getting really stale with a lot of the Pokemon movies is they were trying to take characters from the anime like currently and just shoving them into these plots that and showing the legendary Pokemon there in an unfulfilling way. And I think they they gave the reins to the anime now to hold on to the legendary Pokemon. And I think that works out so much better because you get so many more epic moments that actually flow into a story. And it's just so much better. Like, if you haven't watched the Sun and Moon anime, I do recommend it. Uh, I hear a lot of people are just like, well, it's not as good as the X and Y anime was. XYZ was fantastic. It had really cool battles. Ash almost won a league. I'm like, yeah, th- that's not what qualifies a good show. I mean... <laughs>
0: they- on on the Pokemon TV app right now, they're up to the Zero Aura and Guzzlord episodes. So that oh, that's might so be worth a watch.
2: Uh, they're further than Netflix. Yeah, Netflix doesn't keep up with it at all. Netflix gets it like a dump, like once a week, once like every seven months or something, of episodes. Uh, I would not use Netflix for that. I would use the Pokemon TV app. The Pokemon TV app is fantastic. If you have a Roku or anything, like you can just watch it on that. And it's just the only thing it doesn't have is autoplay, which is really sad. Um, it's it's really sad it doesn't have autoplay. But other than that, it's fantastic if you want to watch Pokemon. If you want to watch some Pokemon. Just go I guess that's all it needs to be good at. Yeah, I I, I fully recommend that app. I I fully recommend it. So uh, other than that, uh, Pucklewise, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, we're doing Summer League. You can come and sign up for that. We're going to be doing battles starting on Memorial Day in the United States, which is the 27th of May. So come check that out.
0: Yeah, Yeah, a week. A
2: week from this, uh, this episode coming out. You guys can go to our Discord server, run into any of the gym leaders you can find. And start battling it out. Uh, I think it's like nine weeks of badge collection, right? It goes to the end uh, of July. Yeah.
0: It ends like the last week of July or something. Yeah, the like last that. week
2: of July. So you have that long to get your badges. Then we'll start in August. We'll have the we'll have the single elimination tournament, like we were talking about. And if you win it, you win a copy of Sword and Shield, sword or shield, sword or shield. I'm not walking into that one, sword or shield. So yeah, we'll take that for what it is. And that is going to be it for the news. We are going to kick it on over to Puckles Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge that means no browsers, nothing you got to use, what's in your heads. This segment of the show is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for anything anime. They do a lot of cool art, whether it be Pokemon or just other animes. They do have a green Tauros design, which I think is really cool, and if you want to go purchase a poster from them with that, I fully support that. They actually gave me one at PuckleCon last year and framed it, even. They didn't have to do that. That was, that was way too much. But these guys are fantastic. They're sponsoring this segment. We really like these two. They're they they're just awesome. So go check out animacreativity.com. The rules of this segment, though, Sham- or not Shamu, Sigma and Linian today are <laughs> going to be competing together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed questions. One of these questions will have a bonus point, and they have one hint that they can use throughout the trivia segment. Uh, if they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they also can cash that in for an extra point. For a maximum possible total of seven, They are competing against their fellow co-hosts in a race to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to tpublic.com at the Puckle store to get whatever thing they think is really cool over there. Yeah. So if you guys are ready,
0: I've got the questions locked and loaded. So through technicality, can we contact Shamu if we need him? No. I mean he'd probably sabotage us anyway, but he you would did probably he, he that's true. He would probably <laughs> he would probably
2: sabotage you. I'm not gonna lie.
1: I don't think he's awake.
2: <laughs> that is very realistic. Very realistic. Okay, so our first question is before Waterfall was an HM, it was the signature move for which generation one Pokemon line.
0: Hey, that's seeking. Seeking.
1: Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> that <laughs> seeking that is absolutely correct. Seeking can learn Waterfall by level up in the original Generation 1 games. So that's one point for you guys, one for one. Uh, I think you guys are going to get this next one as well, mostly because I think Sigma is the one who brought this to my attention, but I pulled all of these from our Discord, so I wanted to give them all a chance. Um, so this Pokemon was recently named the mascot of the
0: Awata Prefecture in Japan. Was this Geodude? Yeah, it was, Ge- it was that Geodude video where he had legs. Yeah. <laughs> The
1: Geodude with, Yeah, it's the creepy Geodude with legs, and then there was the haunter for something else. But I think this was the Geodude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I believe its Japanese name is Iwa something, so which is rock, I believe, but yeah.
2: Geodude is correct. He also ha- his legs are also purposely like the Photoshop transparency. Which I think is really adorable.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now I remember it.
2: It's really adorable. It's like the Photoshop transparency pattern, and it's great because it's just, I mean, he walks around. They purposely, like, put words in pictures, like, over his legs, too. (laughs) I'm just more amazed at, like, the number of costumes they have in Japan for Pokemon, by the way. Uh, Like, they have, like, all the Pikachu costumes. They've got Geodude. They've got Eevee. I think they've got a few more, too, on top of that. The Aura. They've got the Sandshrew.
1: Oh, we have Aura too, but it's for a different reason.
2: I would love to buy one of those costumes, by the way. If anybody knows who's listening to the show right now, or I can buy one of, like, the Japanese Pikachu costumes, please let me know. Like, an official Nintendo Pikachu costume, because I want that one specifically. The other ones kind of look like garbage compared to it.
1: They're so animated. It's amazing. Yeah, they
2: can do so much. Like, I will buy one of those. Like, I will legitimately buy one of those if I can. So, if anybody knows, this is my call to action. Go find it. But you guys are two for two right now in trivia. Our next question uh, is the Pokedex entry question, and I think this one might give you a bit of a harder time. Uh, Oshawott found this one. This Pokemon's HeartGold Pokedex entry reads, This Pokemon is said to have endowed humans with the determination needed to face any of life's difficulties.
0: Who's that Pokemon?
1: So it's Azelf, right?
0: I was thinking it's one of the Lake Trio, yeah.
1: Because uh, Azelf was willpower, Mesprit was emotion, and Yuxi was knowledge. I'm like ninety percent sure it's Azelf.
2: I'm I'm fine with that. Azelf is correct. Uh, it is hey. Azelf. So that's three for three. You guys are doing pretty well. No redemption point. So this next question has five answers. I only need four of them from you guys. Uh, you could do all five if you wanna. If you wanna get all the points. Um, so I want to know. What five species of Pokemon can breed with Ditto that and produce offspring that will not evolve into the non-Ditto parent?
1: Uh, so one of them is Nitto King. Yeah,
0: and Ditto Ran female. I don't yeah. know if those both count.
1: Do those are those separate answers?
0: Yes, those are separate answers.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: So
0: that's two. Um,
1: what other things are like split on gender?
0: Volbeat Illumise is a possibility. Tauros, Miltank is a possibility.
1: I don't think that those breed like that, though. At least Tauros and Miltank. I'm pretty sure it's Volbeat and Yeah,
0: I could. St- I think Volbeat and a Lumi- hey, are possible answers there. Uh, let's think of what else there could be, though. Uh, uh, um... Split evolutions don't count, right? Like Burmy? No, Burmy doesn't count. Okay.
1: Um, I'm just trying to think. Like Other single-gender Pokemon tend to be like latios or latios or they can't like, breed yeah
0: or yeah bouffalant. um or is buffalot even single gender i don't think yeah, it is. It
1: is I, i'm pretty sure it is no no it's not
0: i i was gonna say i think i have a female Bufalant, so that's not a
1: i think i mean tauros kind of might skim in just because of uh
0: i know they combined their dex entry in sun and moon i don't know if they combine their breeding
1: I, they're so old it might actually work is the thing
0: yeah, but it wouldn't have happened. I'm to gonna these need an two. answer. Do we want to use our hit? Because I don't think we're gonna. Well you have yeah. four right oh, now. Yeah. You had you had four, oh. Right? All right? Oh.
1: Do we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think we're good.
0: Okay.
2: Uh so you're saying Nidoran male fema- or Nido Ran, Nido King, Nido Ran, female... or Nidoran, Nidoking Nidoran female Nidoking, Illumes, and Volbeat.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Those are all
1: correct. Hey <laughs> What's the last one? Uh Manaphy. 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 Uh, okay. that. As soon as I said it, I was like, wait, one thing. Oh. oh.
2: <laughs> it's just Manaphy. It's just Manaphy. Manaphy can breed and you get Fionn out of it. Yes. And yeah. it's really weird. It's really weird. So we got all the hard ones. I don't even understand why Fionn even exists. I just don't. It's fine. I don't. Uh, know. So that you guys are rolling with the perfect score right now. You you guys are five out of four right now without using the hint. Um, so this next question, as always, is a base stat question. This is just something that I looked at and I, I thought was cool. Uh, what ice type Pokemon has the lowest base defense of all ice type Pokemon? Hmm.
0: Uh, I feel like Smoochum is in the running here. Smoochum is probably it. I I know Jinx has like maybe a thirty in defense, <laughs> and-, and Smoochum has to be worse, right?
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to think of like all the bad baby, like all the the bad ice types that,
0: like I don't think Ballpicks could be worse. Oh, no,
1: uh, and like Berg, might that's like one of its good stats. Yeah, that's Smoochum. I can't think of anything
0: worse. Like Cryogonal, if Cryogonal had a pre-evolution, that would probably be whatever that is. <laughs> but yeah, I think Smoochum. All right, for all the pennies here, Smoochum
2: is correct. Uh, it has like a base fifteen. It's like stupid <laughs> low. Uh, <laughs> like I said, Jinx is like a thirty. It's like it's like stupid low. So that changes up the leaderboard here today. So, our new leaders in first place, we have Linian with 11 points, hey. followed up by Sigma with 9 points in second place. Tied for third, we have Sublime and Seth Vilo. And in a three way tie for fifth, we have Basket Snag and Whimsicott. Tune in next time for some more Puckle Trivia things, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we're going to kick it on over to the topic after this short break. Hey everyone, I know this is usually where we put a social media commercial, but I wanted to talk about something that I think is more important for Puckle at the moment, just because this is something that's a passion project of mine. So ever since we started Puckle and we've gotten into running gyms over the summer, I think it's always been a dream of ours to be able to have physical badges to represent this. And I know we talked about it a few shows ago, how we are actually getting some physical badges made. So just a little bit of backstory. First of all, we had Basket, who is a wonderful artist. He went ahead and designed... 18 badges for different types we've gone through some back and forth we've got most of them polished up at least the 10 for this year we've gotten polished up and we are really happy with them and we've actually gone ahead and started making real life badges the fighting badge is already done if you've been on the discord server you'll note that i posted pictures of the completed one it's currently being shipped to us uh, we've sent out three more badge designs, so we had the fighting one done, we also sent out the dark, fire, and flying badges, which were ones that we all agreed were very good. And that's pretty much where we are in the funding level right now, is to be able to make those four. And I really wanted to do this call to action, just to kind of let you guys know what I want to do, and just a special offer that I really want to push out there so we can see if we can reach this goal. So I'd really like to be able to do an extra badge this year, and the cost of a badge is it ends up being to do a full run it's going to cost us about $150 and so right now we don't have that I would love to have it in time for Summer League I don't know if we will but if we can push the Patreon to say $550 a month I will go ahead and we'll commission a fifth badge we'll go ahead and commission probably Bug I think that one looks the best and we're all happy with it if we can go ahead and commission the Bug badge for delivery I think we'd all be very happy with that Um, But like I said, we need people to to go to Patreon and uh, help us get to $550 a month. Uh, As a special perk, if you're a domestic resident of the United States, if you do it at the $10 tier, you will also be getting these badges one a month uh, until we run out of them, essentially. Uh, This is going to be probably the only way to get a hold of these badges at this time. I want to set up a a storefront, but I don't want to do it until we actually have 10 badges. The other way to get these badges is to come to PuckleCon, of course, and face the gym leaders who have gym badges, and uh, you can get them. But of course, you could get one more if we hit Patreon at five hundred and fifty dollars a month. So I, I really want to do that push. So I'm just I'm just letting you know: if ten of you sign up today at the ten dollars tier to get these badges, we can go ahead and commission one more badge. So if you guys would be so much so grateful to help us out with that. I would really appreciate it. It helps us do awesome things, and it's helping us make a really cool Pokemon community that is unlike any other. So be part of this vision with me, please. Uh, you guys have done so much that have helped me out, uh, especially our current patrons. Without you guys, we wouldn't have been able to do the four that we've already done. So I, I just want to do this push to hopefully get us to $550 a month to see if we can get an extra gym badge out in time for Summer League and in time for everybody to enjoy it at PuckleCon. So, please, uh, get that done. I really appreciate it, and I hope to catch you guys later. And I'll let you get back to the show. Listen to the topic. We're going to talk about some cool Pokemon rumors. I'll catch you on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today are going to be recent Pokemon rumors. I think it's perfect, because it's the three of us, honestly. And Because uh, I, I don't like it when people like will come in, and they'll just be like, Did you hear about the leak? And it'll they'll like send me a list of rumors from PokeJungle and uh, and I'll be like I'll be like it's probably not real like it's not on Cerebi. because people people will come in that are new to the new to the Pokemon like news cycle and this is this is by far not my first rodeo um this is this is like my fifth rodeo in this, so uh i i I'm used to the news cycle, I know what happens I've fallen for a lot of things before, and i I also like to think that something unique that the puckle podcast brings to the table." Compared to other podcasts or other Pokemon media that you're, that you have is that we, we can break this down in a logical way and give you reasons whether or not you can believe these rumors. And I, I really just want to, I really just want to break it down. So, uh, we've got two of them. We'll see if we get to all of them. Uh, two sources, I should say, not two rumors in, in total. So this first one comes from 4chan and it, it, we found it on, uh, Sigma, I should say, found it on Twitter. And it's just, it, it is pretty hilarious. Um, it, it's one of those things where like, they, they should have stopped earlier because if they would have stopped early on, I would have believed it. Like I would have been like, yeah, this is all very plausible, but they, they kind of like just start digging themselves a grave halfway through. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just going to read it word for word and we can just break down bullet point by bullet point. Uh, so Pokemon master league, there are seven Pokemon gyms across Galar every year. That team scouts a Pokemon trainer, and they are represented, the representative travel to other, the other six gyms, defeating the gym masters, and collecting a piece of the coat of arms. The, the representatives that complete the task complete a final count comp- competition with one, uh, with one another for the championship cup. Uh, I believe that. That's fine. Seems reasonable. That's, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's perfectly, it. perfectly reasonable. Uh, okay. Uh, player character and rival, Sean. I, I hope his name isn't Sean. Um, live, in, live in Dustart Town, or start Town, depending on how you want to read that. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's probably a stupid name. Big fans of watching the Pokemon Master League on television. After receiving starter Pokemon, decide to both attempt to win the championship cup for Dustart Town and put it to put it on the map. Effectively, you're the 8th gym. I like that because it's a nice spin on what we saw in Sun and Moon, where you're the champion. Mm-hmm. Yes. i feel i feel like it would play well if it's like you're the gym leader now
0: that's a cool little subversion of expectations and i would i would not be against something like that
2: i wouldn't be against it and i could see that being completely plausible yeah i'm trying to find a way to do that throwing that out there uh professor okay. poplar that is a tree um studies the <laughs> studies the interaction of plants and Pokemon weird choice but that's cool daughter and assistant crystal uh spell c r i s t l e is Battle Obsessed. That's
1: what that name's supposed to be. I couldn't figure it out.
2: <laughs> and and becomes another rival aiming to win the championship cup from Dust Art Town. She carries around a potted plant sticking out of her backpack that is an unknown species. Appears to react positively to Pokemon battles. This sounds like a whole, uh, a whole yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I feel like this is, okay, we're starting to, we're starting to, like, I'm feeling the train rock on the tracks right now. Okay? It's not... <laughs> It's I mean, plausible, but I feel like that's a really stupid Pokemon.
0: And studying plants is not terribly exciting <laughs> compared also to the Also, it's not
2: typical of what they typically have the professor do in each generation, especially now, right?
1: Yeah, they focus on a, something new, a new mechanic.
2: Not that I could tell you what Juniper yeah. studies, but... <laughs> well, the only reason I want to bring it up is because of... Uh, I mean, I, I, you know how we, we've played Fire Emblem, at least Sigma and I have. And yeah, yeah, so there's always that debate of like post awakening and pre awakening, right? That's like the shift in the timeline.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the shift okay. in like
2: game. Okay, so let me let me propose a new one for Pokemon, and that's pre and post X and Y, mm-hmm. because if you look at X and Y and Sun and Moon, there's a lot of similarities, and it looks like they're trying to like create a pattern on how to make a Pokemon game essentially. And if you look at X and Y, we have Professor Sycamore is like Mega Evolution is the best thing ever. And that was the mechanic that was introduced. And then you've got Sun and Moon, where you have Professor Kukui, who's like, I only study Pokemon moves. And then you have Z-moves as the mechanic gimmick, right? Yep. I I would fully expect us to see a professor who is into whatever the quote-unquote gimmick is here. Granted, I'm okay with there not being a gimmick. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm I'm fully okay with there not being a gimmick. I think Pokemon hopefully realizes this as well. Like, man, we've kind of, like, just done a ton of gimmicks lately. I don't think we should keep doing that. Uh, I don't know, though. We'll find out, but yeah I think I think studying plants is really odd unless it somehow ties into like a legendary that fills the plot. I don't think that'll happen with the gym or with the professor here. gym masters include Heather fire type in addition to being a gym master, she is a skilled mechanic who works on trains in her spare time sure Shamus, that's reasonable. <laughs> the water type uh gym master is well regarded for his good looks
1: I don't buy it on either front because their names aren't puns yeah they are. Shamus Heather?
0: is Seamus. Heather, heat her.
1: But Heather, like, Britain Heather, all, all I'm thinking is, like, the plant. The, the, the yeah, but it still
2: has gardens. heat in it. It's a pun. It still has heat. It's a pun. Uh, and then you have Shoot, the grass-type gym leader. A uh, star baseball player from Unova, he decided to switch professions and prove to be equally good at Pokemon battling. I <laughs> I want that to be true, but it won't be. Just gonna throw that
0: out. Yeah. That part is actually... I would love there to be a gym leader who's solid. from a,
2: who's from a new from an older region. I would love that. Especially you like that's a callback that I feel like we just don't get a lot of. I'd be okay with that. Now he starts breaking down new pokemon and I think this is where we start to go, man, I feel one wheel up on the air on this train. <laughs> Maybe Heather can help us fix it. <laughs> <laughs> new fire, t- fire Pokemon, Rose tail, red squirrel Pokemon with a large tail that acts as heated as a heated blanket. It can use it used to keep its young warm as well as roast nuts. The new, new ability. This is not happening because it's impronounceable. Uh, Flame by flambe flambe, which increases the effectiveness of HP restoring berries. Heather uses it in sword, but switch to Fletchling for shield. Oh. That's so sad. Poor- <laughs> new Whoops. normal Pokemon, Pup. Bloodhound with huge <laughs> yeah. ears covering eyes but big nose. A popular Pokemon in the Galar region among elders due to its ability to find lost items. Has <laughs> pick up and frisk as abilities. That one's boring enough to work. I'm that sorry. is boring enough to work, yes. A new rock Pokemon, Cavity. A monstrous mouth of stalactites and stalagmites that pretends to be a cave interest. Uh, entrance devouring those who enter that seems like it's too big yes uh, new new ability swallow hole uh h-o-l-e which traps pokemon in it hits with biting moves
0: Oh, okay i think i think the ability cool, but i think the pokemon description yeah, I, I think it's too big of a pokemon i don't know if they would do that yeah it sounds like a legendary type pokemon but mm-hmm. the sound of a or the size of a guzzlord which is yes. not something you'd see often
1: I mean Steelix is huge and not a legendary but they they he's not
2: fat stuff. he's not fat though that's the thing he's not like he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of volume <laughs> uh, all right so new poison ice pokemon Virice, a dangerous virus frozen in a prison of ice it emits smoky gas that is dangerous to breathe New ability, Black Ice, which causes all vulnerable Pokemon to be badly poisoned when it's hit by a Fire type attack. That's a stupid ability. That's just not (laughs) happening. Like it also dies. It also dies. Yeah, right. To
1: everything, Poison Ice resists basically nothing.
2: It does. It it resists Poison Ice and Fairy, 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 and Bug. Yeah. Oh, grass but,
0: too, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, but, but that's because of grass. You're not seeing any of those types being used offensively either. No. So,
1: I guess fairy.
0: Except <laughs> that's ice.
2: I guess so, fairy. Good distances. So the the train's about to jump the tracks. Um, a ditto follows you around, can transform into the three starters and follow you. Grookey can climb objects. bunny can explore narrow spaces. Sobble can find underwater caves. Transforms into ride Pokemon as well including riding Rapidash, flying on Raptor, and surfing on Feraligator.
0: <laughs> giving Feraligator any love.
2: Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm so sad about all of this. Also transforms into D-Pad, in quotes. An iPad-like device that acts as the pause screen with a mix of gimmicky features such as a real-world planner with useful functions such as type chart, tutorial videos, town map. Also, the home of the Wi-Fi features. Pokedex is a normal Dex this time around, (laughs) resembles the Switch a bit, and can dock into the Pokemon Center's PCs.
1: Okay, that last part would be cool. That last part I like.
2: I think that's reasonable to expect as well, because every Pokedex essentially just resembles the
1: the console that it's on. But it resembles the console before it is the thing, typically. So Rotom...
2: No, it does the console it's on. It does the console it's on. Let go. Let's go look at the Gen three Pokedex and tell me that's not in the Game Boy Advance.
1: Uh, for some reason, I thought it was the previous one. Blah.
2: Nope, absolutely wrong. Okay. <laughs> there wasn't anything before a Game Boy.
1: Well, that's that's why was the weird like anime floppy disk thing. <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. It's a Game Boy. No, the one in the anime was not at all. It was like yes, a weird it is. Pad,
2: thing. yes, it is. No, it's a Game
0: Boy. It's got a deep. Just has on a cover. It. Yeah, uh, whatever.
2: That's all it is.
1: Okay. So uh,
0: the part of worry. this that makes sense is that they do need to figure out something to do replace Rotom Dex and Poké Ride with. They they do need to do Poké Ride. They do need to replace Pokeride. Ride. Yeah, and uh, I assume they're going to replace Rotom Dex too. Please. <laughs> but I don't know if Ditto's like Ditto's not the, the answer. That's, the thing you could think of. Yeah, that's that's super low
2: tech. That's not happening. Um. <laughs> Alright, so, remember Armored Evolution? Get ready, this guy explains it, and it's almost plausible. (laughs) You find 18 elemental armors in the game that a Pokemon can hold based on the types. One Pokemon per battle can, armor set! On that turn, they protect, so free protect just for holding an item, so let's keep that in mind and how stupid that is. They become the corresponding type defensively, but have stab based on natural typing. Which is, that, that's a decent mechanic, I think. Like, you can, you can, the problem is you're only going to ever use the steel armor then. You're never going to yep. be like, you're never going to be like, man, I really want to, I can't wait to use the
0: ice-type armor. <laughs>
1: uh, but you really need that ice-type resist, come on, how else are you going to ob- beat Bolt Beam? Obviously, yeah.
0: we throw that on our Landris to really throw them off.
2: Right? <laughs> Reduction in speed, but defensive boost corresponds to the old type physical special distinction reversed, meaning fire and water get defense up, fighting and bug get special defense up. Also, bonus abilities based on armor, fire can burn on contact, grass heals on grassy terrain. So everybody heals on grassy terrain, so I don't quite understand this.
1: I think they mean heal extra. The biggest point... This thing that brings up that completely debunks it for me. Is now they have to figure out what to do with fairy, and I don't. It's think a special they want a type because
0: it. there's an evolution.
1: I mean, yep. you can say that, but it was never one way or the other. And now they're going to have to go in and add that. And I, I just think that's it's messy. Fine.
2: I don't think that's messy at all. I don't think that's what they were debasing the distinction off of. It's just like, oh, we already have this existing mechanic in place, so then they can go and do it. Granted, I still don't think this is real. I, I don't think I don't think armor evolution is real. So. I do want to make that clear, but I I think it's just something that they could be like, oh, we had this old existing thing and just throw fairy into it. It's not like hidden power where it
0: causes issues. I'm sure there will be a fan game in like two or three years that will use this mechanic and it'll be cool. But Yes.
2: (laughs) I I think that's the proper answer.
0: Just suck.
2: (laughs) Pokemon have unique armor looks, same armor design regardless of what type, but the aura surrounding them changes color. Rapidash wearing horse armor, Electivire gets Giganator? Is that what it is? Gigantor. Gigantor armor. Shao uh, looks like he came from Dynasty Warriors. Merely cosmetic bonuses and don't grant additional bonuses beyond what no- armor normally does. Gala region... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's gonna say, too much work? <laughs> yeah, right? To be fair, Genius Sonority has been not working on Shuffle for, like, the past year now. They could have been the ones put on this work. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> they were I just respons- imagine... Why are all of the armors just winking? I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, they were the ones responsible for the models, I believe, in the original stadium games. Uh, Very possible, that's true.
1: (laughs) Well, that explains why the shadows were so bad in in Let's Go, I guess.
2: (laughs) Gala region is the birthplace of Pokemon battles. Used to be violent gladiator battles till two warriors were engaged in a Pokemon battle that lasted an entire year. Neither one giving an inch with both teams of trainer and Pokemon expiring at the conclusion of the fight, a technical tie. Their weapons and armor were crafted into two suits of armor, representing them and being held in high esteem. This led to Pokemon battling being revised to be a more honorable and rule-based instead of chaotic battles. I don't buy it.
1: It's fine. No. No. (laughs) War was invented in one region only. (laughs) Yeah, right? You're telling me that people looked around, saw Pokemon shaped like swords, dragons, but only one place they're like, "Yeah, they should fight." What? No.
2: <laughs> All right. Yes. And so, uh, let's see. So, uh, we've got uh, next one is Sword Legendary is Divine Assault Pokemon Romadeus. Shield legendary is heavenly guard Pokemon (laughs) Remadeus, both pure steel Pokemon and are living suits of armor. Romadeus is blue and more streamlined, while Remadeus is red and bulkier. Exist as their own Pokemon, but can, but also can be turned into e-armor. A Pokemon equipped can transform into a wielder, wielded Rom, rom, or wielded Remadeus. These are the same living armors, but now have a black wolf creature actually wearing the armor. In this form they have the stats of steel typing of Romadeus and Remadeus, but retain the moves and normal stab of the Pokemon wearing the armor. And these these are the forms seen on the cover. Uh no. No, no. just absolutely no. not. Like
0: there's so many there's so many things
2: wrong. <laughs> there's so <laughs> many wrong.
0: Sounds like a logistical mess. <laughs> it's just, awful. This, is, this isn't happening. No.
1: All I could say is it was fun while it lasted, but you're not gonna rock me, Remadeus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um okay, so yeah, that's uh yeah, that's yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. But yeah, you saw uh, how
0: it started out reasonable.
2: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, no, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> then it collapsed yeah, on it itself. It just it just collapsed on itself. Yeah, this is horrible. Like I I like I, I thought it was okay. I just wanted to break this down though, because I'm sure this is gonna be something that hits the mainstream at some point. And I, I know that like I'm gonna be seeing people sending me images of these things and I just don't want people to, to do it and think that they're real. <laughs> Uh, the other one that came out recently is uh and we can just cover this very briefly because it's not very very large it's uh branching evolutions uh this one this one has caught a little bit more traction i think and this one is supposed to uh tell you this one suggests that pokemon uh can evolve two separate ways and they're gonna give split evolutions to old pokemon and i and but like they're not picking like pokemon who are who'd like need an evolution or something like that right they're actually like taking something like uh like totodial and talking about giving that a split evolution which i just don't, I think is absurd and ridiculous i mean
0: the Johto starters do need something
2: yeah just a mega just give them a mega <laughs> they're so bad <laughs> give them a mega
1: i mean like we've talked on the show i mean even with me about how split evolutions are a fun little answer to the evolite problem i don't think they're going to go and touch their precious starters there's so much marketing in that I yeah. don't think you want to alter that at all.
0: Like, yeah, back, it's, I was going to say, like back when uh, Sword Sun and Moon was coming out, there were rumors of a Lowland Bulbasaur, I believe. Oh yeah, it yeah, was. Uh, it's just it, they're, it they're was, not going to touch. They're not going to touch the starters in that way. Like
2: mm-hmm. they're sacred. They're sacred. You don't touch them in that way. And I just I don't think that's going to happen. Also, they said that Professor Elm was the one studying it, which is wrong. That's not what he does. Uh, he, Some, just, he, he just
1: he studies Pokemon breeding.
2: Yes. Oh man, so that is—I uh, mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, not too much else going on right now. We're waiting for that news. Once the news drops, we will, we will cover it. So keep keep your eye out for that. But I think I I like going through this and just kind of like ripping it apart. <laughs> it's a it's,
1: good laugh,
0: and it's, it's nice a good to see laugh. Where the community is,
1: and I just kind of want to. And this was something that was huge back when Sun and Moon was coming out with all of the the rumors and the leaks, the whole alchemy thing. Oh, it's so awful. So this is this is my my open plea to our listeners. Don't set yourself up for disappointment about things other people are telling you. Do your own research, because if you're going in completely expecting one thing and they don't deliver it, you're going to be disappointed about something that was never on the table. Yeah, just have a little bit of patience, have a little bit of faith in Game Freak. Don't, don't set yourself up to be disappointed. They're going to do something cool. It's going to be fun, or at the very least, fun to laugh at. Don't make it bad for yourself.
2: Yeah, it's just, yeah. if you set up your expectations, especially with these leaks, it's just you're going to end up getting crushed and you're not going to have a good time. Uh, but that's where I'd like to leave it. I think this is a good place to stop and we'll take a short break and we'll be right back at you guys with the Pokemon of the episode are you guys looking to get some cool puckle swag well we got a couple great shirts for you over at the puckle Tea public store you can get something like the PuckleCon 2019 shirt which is coming up in just like a six weeks it's super close very excited for that or if you want basket just put up the old viridian guild t-shirt so if you want to go check out the all of the artwork of all of the co-hosts for the show put together in one awesome piece and you can go get like an awesome tapestry of it or a t-shirt or an art print of some sort it actually looks really cool and i hope you guys go check it out I I think it's great. It's a nice celebration of all of us who we are putting our hearts and souls into the show. But if you go over to T Public, there's plenty of other cool designs as well. Uh, As always, the link is in the show notes and everything you buy there does come back and help support the show. Helps us do awesome things. Like I said earlier, it helps us make those cool badges for summer league. So if you guys are interested, please check it out. Support the show. Uh, Until then, I will catch you guys on the flip flop. (coughs)
0: Episode.
2: And welcome to the Pokemon of the Episode. The Pokemon of the Episode this week is National Dex number 806, the Blacephalon,
1: the Fireworks Pokemon. It slithers towards people. Then, without warning, it triggers the explosion of its own head. It's apparently one kind of Ultra Beast.
2: I like that it slithers.
1: Yeah, that's just. That's what So, Blacephalon's
2: a good Pokemon. Uh. <laughs> Um, it's an Ultra Beast, so it's, like, hyper-offensive. It's, uh, base 151 special attack, base 127 attack. Both those are actually really solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and base 107 speed, which is really nice, because you get it put- you get bumped up above those base 100 mons, which is, like, a huge speed tier.
0: But you don't outspeed that Keldeo. Mm-mm.
2: You don't outspeed Keldeo. But I don't know that there's ever a situation- well, actually, it's a Bliss cephalon, so you could probably beat it with the Shadow Ball after, like, one or two KOs. True. Not a problem. Uh, but even then, if like Keldeo sneezed at it with a base defense of 53, I feel like it's not going to matter. Yeah. <laughs> like you click Aqua Jet on Keldeo because you're that guy, <laughs> and you you go ahead and you just knock out Blacephalon. Well, than that, uh, we got the team today uh, built around Blacephalon, and I'll let Lydian start off because he 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 has like uh he has a relationship with Blacephalon that I can't uh, I can't rival.
1: Words can't really describe. Uh, it's, it's a spiritual one. Uh, so, blacephalon we are doing a pretty typical kind of Blicephalon. We're running it with Specs. Uh, Tibbin Nature, 252 Special Attack, 252 Speed for Special Defense. Uh, we're running it with Fire Blast, Shadow Ball, uh, just for your stab, and then Hidden Power Ground. I mean, you kind of get walled out by Toxapex. Um, and
2: so Heatran. M- Heatran, mostly. Yeah.
1: And so those are kind of, it's a way to kind of deal with that. Um, last move slot, there's Trick. Uh, with any choice item, it's kind of fun, uh, being able to slap specs on a physical attacker, or even better, something that doesn't have any attacks at all. You just completely mm-hmm. neuter something. It's, it's a very efficient, uh, trade there, but you are going to lose a lot of kill power. Uh, as far as usage goes, click Fire Blast or Shadow Ball, unless it's a Heatran. It's not hard to do.
2: Trick is just mostly because, they, they, I mean, Blacephalon doesn't get, like, a very deep move pool. It's like, it gets fire-type moves, it gets ghost-type moves, and I I think it gets, like, a random other type. Gets knockoff. It gets knockoff, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm... If you want to do something kind of silly and a little spicy, running explosion is never expected, but can sometimes work... Trick is probably going to get you more mileage, but um, it's an option. Trick
2: will... It does get Psychic-type coverage, but why would you need Psychic-type coverage?
1: And by Psychic-type coverage, I mean, like, j- just Psychic.
2: Yeah, it gets Psychic Psyshock. Oh, it gets Psyshock? It gets Psyshock, yeah. Fun cool. fact.
0: Yeah, but it's one of those fire Pokemon that doesn't actually get solar beam.
2: Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, It's really, really weird. So, it's just... Uh, the scene. shiny looks cool, though.
1: yeah. Uh, it's just your standard smack you down uh, special attacking beat stick. Uh, as far as Rabambi, Rabambi is the the, the real heart of the team. Uh, it's running a focus sash to make sure that you get uh, one move off at least with Shield Dust, uh, an ability that makes any secondary effects of moves fail. It's kind of rare, Think,
0: but like, it's Venomoth, mostly there it? for fake out. Yeah, it's just inner focus.
1: <laughs> it's inner focus. It's it's fancy inner focus uh evs it's got 252 special attack four special for special defense 252 speed timid nature uh it's running your sticky web to make sure that you can get that um a lot of our a lot of the pokemon on this team aren't particularly fast uh mm-hmm. so getting this will take out even the uh the speedy things it'll put everything into your punch range um Sticky Web is great. Moonblast is there to just knock out anything that really stays in. It's just a reliable stab. HP Fire, because this team doesn't have enough hatred for, uh, Ferrothorn. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, Seth Vilo's favorite, favorite move, Stun Spore, um, comes in handy a lot more often, you think, especially with, uh, a Sash. Uh, you throw webs, you only have one HP. What you're gonna do? Well, Paralyzing something sounds pretty good.
2: It's also really handy on Pokemon that can't be affected by webs, mm-hmm. uh, like flying types. I think that's really prominent. I think that helps out a lot.
0: Paralyzing a Landorus is a really nice feeling. Yeah. Paralyzing, or or a Celesteela
1: or something like that that's just not going to get that speed drop. I mean, it's, it doesn't really need the speed drop, but Celesteela not being able to protect or not being able to just do its Dolly shenanigans is welcome.
2: Yes, very much so. So we were just like, man, how do you fill out this team? Well, we got the start of two great cores. We got a fairy type. We got a fire type. So let's build on those. First up is Chiron Black. We need the physical attacker to kind of complement our, our Blacephalon. And ICMZ, Chiron Black, pretty standard set. 252 speed, 252 uh, attack. Um, He's just fantastic. I love Chiron Black. Um, there's not much else to say about that. you are running Ice Beam Free Shock for the ICMZ. Uh, I guess you could technically run ICMZ just on Ice Beam and if you want to run Outrage or something like that. Or you could just not run Ice Beam. I, I think those are both terrible moves. Uh, Bolt Strike and then Earth Power is probably the move you can play with the most. Uh, though on this team, we really needed some kind of ground coverage, and it's very welcome on Chiron Black. Following that up, though, we also have Rotom Wash because it's a Rotom Wash. Because you know what's scary for Blacephalon? Rocks. It absolutely hates rocks. And so. Rotom, I mean, Defog was probably the coolest move that Rotom got ever in uh, Gen Seven, and so it gets Defog. You run Defog, Willowis, Hydro Pump, Volt Switch, pretty standard Rotom Wash. You just go and you blow them out of the water. Uh, you get blow away those rocks, uh, and he's got decent offensive power too. Like uh, he's he's a solid pivot. I am a big fan of Rotom Wash, always have been. So good on him. Uh, two fifty two HP, two hundred defense, and fifty six speed uh, because that outruns a thing. Uh, what the thing is, I don't know off the top of my head, but it does outrun a thing. So you can, you can definitely, that's a great standard Rotom set though. I really love it. Just lefties burn things with Will-O-Wisp. That comes in handy several times. Uh, I think it's just really big and really awesome. You're up
0: Sigma. All right. So we close out both cores with one Pokemon in Cartana. We needed another physical attacker. So Cartana is a solid grass Pokemon that also has steel properties. It holds a choice scarf. It's a great revenge killer. It's EVs are max out attack, max out speed. The last points in HP doesn't really matter, I don't think. Jolly nature and standard leaf blade, sacred sword, smart strike, knockoff. Just yeah, I, a, I would.
2: I, I would like to point out that I think most of the battles that we played were played with the first uh, were played with the other four that weren't Cartana or <laughs> <laughs> Um But that's. But I think it's just mostly because blacephalon and Cartana are just like super sweepers, and they'll come in and they'll just start cleaning stuff up depending on the situation.
0: They have the pressure that puts on your opponent to not mess up, because if they do mess up, they will come in and take full advantage of that. Here are two really bad snowballs. Yes. Uh, Yeah, we could probably
2: get away without a choice scarf on Kantara too, but I feel like it's just kind of there just in case uh, Sticky webs gets blown
0: away or something. Yes. And then for our final member of the team, we have a Tapu Lele, because we want that Psychic Surge ability to come in and stop Sucker Punches on our Blissevalon, is really Mm -hmm. what it comes down to. Uh, Yeah. Most of the recommended Tapu Lele sets are either a choice set or a Z set, and we already had Z move with Kyrim, and we already had plenty of choice pitch or choice yes. item users, so we yeah. didn't want to do yeah. any of those. We gave it a Mind Plate instead. We're gonna go timid, max speed, max special attack, with the extra points going in special defense. Psy Shock because we do have an issue with physical or special defensive Pokemon with this team, having so many special Mons on it, so Psyshock will hit the physical defense on Pokemon. We have Moonblast, because it's Tapu Lele, and that's a standard choice. <laughs> we have Calm Mind to just set up in front of something, and Hidden Power Fire, because we hate Pharaoh Thorns. And also Kartana, maybe a little bit. <laughs> also, the Psychic
2: Train's super important for it to stop uh, pro- uh, priorities, such as, like, Maul Isle and stuff like that, which
0: the team had problems with. Yes, so that's why we have Tapu Lele here. And- mm-hmm. Uh, that's the It's team. just good.
2: Yep, there we go. That's the team. If you wanted that shiny blacephalon, just go check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash a puckle podcast where you can sign up at the five dollar tier or higher if you want those cool gym badges. And we'll we'll be distributing shiny blcephalon this week. So that is gonna be it for the poke of the episode. We are gonna shift gears and we're gonna kick it on over to the mailbag.
0: For the mail mailbag. Send in your emails.
2: Mailbag. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by Green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we'll give out the Green Taurus badge if remember or something. Um, and so, uh, this is the part of the show where we w- read listener emails. You can send them into in to at gmail.com. Last week, we asked you what you thought of the Detective Pikachu movie. And uh, we got a couple of responses. So the first one up
0: is uh, Moriarty. Uh, Sigma, you got this one. All right. Hello. I think Detective Pikachu was a good screen test. They foreshadow all the Pokemon's relevant abilities. People may not have noticed an early one that pays off in a big way later, but it's shown during the news station scene. That said- I have no idea. That is not not, at all. uh, not a hundred percent sure either unless it's talking about ditto but <laughs> moving on that said lucy stevens's actress was i did not enjoy her performance that could be direction or editing though but her intro scene felt like it was done in one take and i completely agree with that personally i thought that i, was I a, do as well that was a really awkward scene yeah <laughs> did yeah. not did not lead me to being favorable on <laughs> that actress but i thought she'd did better towards the end so the
1: rest of the movie she did pretty well in but that opening oh. scene was just wonky it didn't
0: follow the tone of the movie at all no whatsoever no. It, it felt really so didn't. out of place oh so yeah i'm i'm with you there as for the healer pokemon wasn't that essentially the role they get settled into by xy i thought this was the case though i could be misremembering ah well gen 6 right
1: Gen six, shiny gen one.
0: I I was honestly expecting Xerneas to show up in that scene with more alarm. That would have been great. That would've been so good. That's where I expected that scene to be going, by the way. (laughs) I was really disappointed by Mewtwo as well. Uh, but oh well.
2: Weren't we all
0: (laughs) Weren't we all? Finally, merging Pokemon reminded me of the idea I had for a potential fire emblem and Pokemon crossover. Oh no. (laughs) essentially that you (laughs) you would have pokemon druids who blurred the line between the two
1: there had a manga about this
0: (laughs) yes they did bad (laughs) (laughs) these and more traditional unit types from both respective franchises would make up the core of your army but also the units you would face the units would have four move slots but the fight would take place on a grid based Something like Mario Rabbids. Or a more timid. Or Fire <laughs> Emblem. <laughs> or, or,
2: or, let me throw this out there, Pokemon Conquest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, maybe, yeah. oh, huh, huh.
1: If only if there oh. was a tactical strategy Pokemon game.
2: <laughs> if
0: only that game existed. I mean, if they keep making starters evolve into RPG classes, eventually we'll get a game like this. <laughs> we, we've only been doing it for the past three generations. We have a bard now. And on an Archer. And I don't know what Incineroar is. He's like a He's a barbarian. Berserker. Barbarian Berserker something. He's a barbarian who took grappler feats for some reason. <laughs> but we yeah, we've been having those for a while, so or for more tabletop based inspiration, d and D, Fourth Edition, Strike, or PTU. Could be used as the basis for how this would feel. But basically... You mean like every other yeah. game like this? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> like the, the it'd, have, it'd have type damages, status effects, and forced movement to really drive home the strategy portion. All right. Well, that's enough fan fiction. I'm hopping... I'm... I'm... I think that's supposed to be hopping... Oh, hoping Rhyme City is indeed in Gelar. and it's ends not. up being a cool to visit. Later, Moriarty, and then I think we have some addendums, but I don't know how important those are. Oh. Uh,
2: I don't know. There's, like, they're just, like, second emails entirely, but I can't, we can't read everybody's, like, second thoughts on the show like that. Uh, I, I don't want, I don't want to encourage that behavior. <laughs> we, we have an unread email section that might go there. We'll see. <laughs> yes, it very well may. Um, all right, so thank you for that. We've got one more from
1: Alolan Dergs. Hello, Thatch and Puckle gang. Lolan here, writing in for the second time to answer this week's mailbag. Sort of. I haven't seen Detective Pikachu yet, and at the time of writing this email, it's Wednesday morning, and there hasn't been any new Sword and Shield news. Perhaps we'll get a bit in the evenings direct, even though Super Mario Maker 2 is the ma- is the feature? We didn't, and we won't. It's also
2: never, unless it's a Pokemon Direct, never expect Pokemon news. I
0: wanted to see the Pichu amiibo costume for Super Mario Okay, but that
1: that I can get behind. Uh, (laughs) Since I am unable to answer the mailbag, I will leave you with a question. Well, two, actually. Those of you attending National slash PuckleCon, what are you looking forward to the most? I recently booked my flight so I can confirm I will be attending PuckleCon. I'll be competing in the Pokemon... Poken Tournament DX, but I also have an interest in competing in VGC to make it the most worthwhile. However, I'm a total newbie in the VGC scene, and I don't keep up with the meta. Any tips for someone who's just looking to have fun, or any gimmicky teams going around I could use for funsies? I'm, also, <laughs> I'm hoping to have my Summer League battle with Thatch, and as many gym leaders IRL, that's in real life for you newbies, uh, as I can. I'm really looking forward to meeting you all, hanging out, and having a good time at the event. I'll cut it here before it gets too lengthy thanks for making Monday my favorite day of the week a warm and sunny lowland flip-flop a lowland Digs hashtag no green tourist bag hashtag I used to listen to the dexcast too
2: but <laughs> hashtag no green tourist bag I don't think that's a dexcast reference like it's you not. realize like this was but not this was of not, the not
1: exclusive at right? the end of emails very much he literally
2: out. had one hashtag
1: it's fine <laughs>
0: That's how it starts, and then it just goes further and further. further Like,
2: I was doing the same thing for the longest time. Like, because that was, like, the trendy joke. It wasn't just them.
1: Yeah, but it was a thing. Anyway. So... It wasn't just them. It wasn't their thing. (laughs) (laughs) It became their...
2: (laughs) That's not how social conventions work.
1: (laughs) Look, all I'm saying is, uh, weird cops kept showing up way too much at the end of emails about Pokemon for it not to be a thing. Um... So as far as what we're looking forward to at PuckleCon the most, uh, this is dumb. Uh, First of all,
2: you should buy a spectator pass, by the way. If you're planning on coming, they are actually making you buy a spectator pass this year. And those at other tournaments have a history of selling out.
1: And those can be pre-ordered online or purchased? And in they Alex. can be pre-ordered
2: online right now. Uh, they are only $10 for the whole weekend. Do it, do, uh, do, it, do it, do So it. it's better than you sitting outside of security while I'm inside security.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Just throwing it out there. I mean, I don't expect them to sell out very fast, but, like, they only lasted for three days for Worlds last year.
0: Yeah. But Worlds is a different thing, so. Worlds, Worlds, Worlds is
2: slightly different than Nationals. I do agree with that, but Still at the same yours. time, I, could, I can definitely see it selling out. Yes,
1: buy yours. Uh, because this
2: is the most this is the most like prevalent nationals I think yeah. in terms of like spectators.
1: Uh as far as what I'm looking forward to, it's dumb, but I'm so looking forward to being a, a gym leader with actual badges to give out. That just makes 5-year-old me so happy.
2: Make Shamu happy by going to patreon.com slash purplepodcast today.
1: Because <laughs> he act, it, he doesn't have badges yet. If we get enough, yes, he, he, he,
2: he won't get them. If, he won't get them either, <laughs> if we don't if we don't hit five hundred and fifty dollars on Patreon by the end of the month, uh, just just throwing that out there. Make Shamu happy.
1: Well, what about you guys? What are you guys looking forward to doing?
2: Uh, uh, not having people stay at my house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the pre release style events for <laughs> yes, uh, fun.
2: I, I, th- that'll be fun to do a draft or two. I, I don't know. I just like going. It's always a good time, um, just to get involved and just kind of play around and talk with everybody. Uh, I mean, that, I mean, that's the reason I go. I'm not going because of the Nationals event. I'm literally going because Pokemon's putting on a party and I get to go to it. Uh, <laughs> and I'll just go. They also, they, they have a history of having a Pokemon Center too while we're there. So I, I do want to go shop around that. That, I mean, other than that, yeah. Um, also North Market. I want to go to North Market. North Market's great. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go to North Market. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's it. Uh, I guess that's where we'll end the mailbag segment, too. We don't have any more emails today. Uh, thank you to those of you who did write in. And if you want to write in next week, you can, again, send it in to PucklePodcast at gmail.com, letting us know what you think of these newest rumors. Do you think they're real? Are there any rumors out there that you think are real or or anything that you think has credibility out there? Let us know. Send it in, pucklepodcast@gmail.com. In the meantime, you can check us out on our social media over at Twitter, Facebook, wherever social media is sold. Instagram, I think it's the other one we're using. And then, of course, you can uh, you can always catch up on Puckle with more episodes. I think we're you're going to get a double drop uh, uh, over the weekend of um, TCG Cast and also uh, Puckle Live. So keep keep your eyes out for that. You get some extra puckly goodness in your life. Um and then I think this week Battlecast is supposed to come out. Actually, I think this is a month with five five Thursdays. I think it is. And
0: uh, maybe I don't know if yeah, there's a Thursday. So. uh,
2: there there is in the last week. It goes to Friday. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. So the thirty first is a Friday. So oh, okay. yeah. Uh. So yeah. You'll, there's a fifth Friday. Don't expect anything. Or a <laughs> fifth Thursday. Don't expect anything because I don't think we have anything planned. Um. And then of course. You can go ahead and follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv/puckle the Puckle Podcast, where Joshua, myself, and uh, Orange stream. This is where I'm going to be doing all my gym battles for Summer League as well. By the way, so be sure to check out the stream. You can battle me on stream, get a gym badge, maybe I like throw it at the camera, <coughs> and you guys can you can think about getting it or something. Uh, other than that, though, um, yeah, uh, check out our YouTube channel. We're really putting out videos over there, and we would really appreciate you go subscribe. We're trying to push that channel back to over a thousand subscribers so that we can actually get repartnered. Uh, so if you could help us do that, we would really appreciate it. And uh, there's other things I usually say. If you want to support the show directly, like I said, patreon.com slash that is how we're going to be doing the gym badges. If we hit 550 by the end of the month, that's great. Also, if we hit 500, we bring back movie nights just in general. So keep that in mind, like just hit $500 and we'll get movie nights back too. <laughs> so, I mean, th- this is like a win, win, win for the community
1: uh, overall. F- and, this is just something to to note. Every dollar that comes in through Patreon, it's not like we pocket any of it. All of it goes back into zero dollars. Yeah, all of it goes back into the community, whether it's prizing, events, merchandise, whatever that we what we get with that money, we don't keep. Thatch does not see a dollar no. of that. None of us do. It, it goes straight back towards you guys. Exactly, it goes
2: back into the show. It goes back everywhere. Like it's it's nothing that we profit from. Um, maybe, I think we do, do like one group meeting at PuckleCon where like, we'll try to get together and we'll have a meal. That's probably about it. Just because we're like, yeah, we put in a lot of hours. Like I, we, we actually keep time cards now. Yeah. <laughs> and we do actually, we, and a lot of us put in a, like a significant number of hours, um, in, in, into this project. Cause we're just trying to build a community. This is a community of love and we're just trying to, it's, it's a, also a project of love. It's all passion. And I think everybody that kind of shows in the, in the product that we're trying to do um other ways to support us you can go over to tpublic.com and check out all the cool merchandise over there i think we're going to be on sale later this week as well so if you want to get that PuckleCon shirt this is your chance because it takes forever to ship to you so go do it now <laughs> like right now G- get get off get off your phone ah! listening to this podcast and go do it right now there's nothing uh, <laughs> left anyway
1: you'll be fine <laughs> yeah.
2: all right so uh <laughs> here in the lavender town radio tower i'm Trader thatch i'm r sigma
1: and i'm lydian
2: And it's closing time. And as always, we here at Puckle would like to thank our patrons for making what we do possible. You can go over to patreon.com slash podcast yourself to help out with the show. If you want to help us out uh, making badges, making pretty much anything, the podcast, we use that funding for everything. We don't spend it on ourselves. It's amazing. Uh, but we'd like to thank you guys for making it possible. So thank you to Greg, Viger, Juicebox, Kyle, Wade, Bodtech, Duly Noted, 10 Little Men, uh, The Fluffiest Whimsicott, Shamu, Snag, Dexio, Christian, Jushiro, Rotted Mushroom, Alvarin, Seth Vilo, Minor Manetric, King Kivik, Claude9, Aaron, Graham, Old Man Tup, Alolan Dergs, Colt, Jordan, Locke, Angelic Forest, David, Steve, Joshua, Doc McStuffles, Josh, the Golden Klefke, the British Gent, the Trevor Booth, TJ, Alex Nux, uh, Doc Knox, Dennis. Echo, Jonathan, Michael, Taylor, Shambles, Tim, Andrew, Michaela, Dark Shaggy, Chris Farkas, Jeremy, Louise, Justin, Eric, Tank, Tavis, Jonathan, Greg, Chris, Alec, Mikey, Ozzy, Josh, Dark Flame, Half Full Reviews, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Nick, Dylan, Huitku, Shira, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Kevin, Beniza, Orange Avenger, Zooj, Azigrix, uh Thomas, Curtis, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Joseph, Treby, Julie, Alex, and the Real Evie. Thank you, everybody. I This na- list gets longer every week, and I appreciate everybody who's chipping in, especially those of you who are willing to chip in and help us try to make more badges. Uh, this is just a dream, and it's something that we just want to push and make the cu- Puckle community even greater. So we're almost to the tier where we can bring back movie nights, and I'm really excited for that. If we hit that, we can bring back some movie nights. So thanks, guys, and I'll catch you next week. So catch you on the flip-flop.